Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to episode 24. I'm really excited to have you along here. Uh, Just a couple quick notes before we get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Canada's Barbecue School. We have pitmaster classes scheduled in five Alberta cities for 2019, taught by national champ Rob Reinhardt of Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue. If you're in the market for a new smoker, we'll have five styles on site. Come on down, get unbiased advice, and taste the food for yourself. We'll show you the techniques that impress the judges and techniques that impress your family. They're not always the same, you know. We'll tackle five different meats, talk about ingredients, technology, cooking fuels, and different strategies to allow you to be the king of the smoker. Check out the show notes for the website or visit barbecueclass.ca. As I sit here right now, it is uh, kind of mid-afternoon on New Year's Day. We just got back from Canmore, Alberta, beautiful Canmore. We were out there celebrating New Year's Eve with some great friends out there. And while we were out there, had the opportunity yesterday to... uh, Stop in for lunch at a new spot there, Half Hitch Brewing, and they've got some barbecue on the menu there, right on Main Street in Canmore. Really enjoyed it there and had a nice little uh, chat with Ian Parker, the manager. So watch, uh, check these guys out. They've got a location there in Canmore and also in Cochrane, Alberta. So check out Half Hitch Brewing. And also, uh, Saturday night this uh, past weekend was uh, able to get out to uh, Airdrie, Alberta, and the Main Street, at, at, sorry, Main Street Beer and Barbecue for the Canadian Barbecue Society Alberta Winter Meetup. Uh, so we got to uh, hang out and visit and meet a few of the local barbecue folks here around the Calgary area. So that was great. Thanks to Chris up in Edmonton for arranging all of that. Today's episode is a year in review show. Some highlights from some of our first 22 episodes. Really hope you enjoy it. I've had a lot of fun bringing all these shows to you so far this year, and I'm really looking forward to a great year in 2019. Uh, and like I, excuse me, like I say, hope you enjoy uh, this little year in review show. Keep your eyes open for the Alberta Barbecue Trail in 2019. It's going to be back bigger and better with a much greater province-wide representation. A quick update on the curling. Uh, curling team uh, Shalafor finished off 2018 a couple weeks ago with a victory, moving us to 2-7-1 in the Springbank Curling Club Tuesday Night Men's League. Uh, we get back in action next week and hope to continue our winning ways. Next week on the show, we have uh, Calgary's Jane Bond barbecue owner, Jenny Birthright. Had a great chat with her. Looking forward to that one. And just real quick before we roll into the year in review show, was having a look at the SoundCloud stats for the show the other day and was just amazed by the really worldwide reach I've uh, managed to get with this show. So I just wanted to bring you a few of the highlights. Uh, obviously, in Canada and the U.S., the majority of our listens have come there. Uh, 51 listens in the United Kingdom. Germany with 25 uh, Turkey had 13 listens, 12 in Mexico, I think that's great, 9 in the Ukraine, 7 in Spain. Uh, we had India, Colombia, Russia, Indonesia, Argentina, and Brazil, all with 4 listens, as well as 3 in Saudi Arabia. Had 2 listens in Egypt, El Salvador, Greece, Peru, Bulgaria, and Switzerland. And a big list with 1 listen each, Costa Rica, Thailand, Belgium, France, Moldova, 
Georgia, Israel, Netherlands, Morocco, Belarus, Philippines, Honduras, Qatar, Latvia, Dominican Republic, Kazakhstan, the United Arab Emirates, Japan, Iran, and Mauritius. So I think that's just pretty awesome. Thank you so much to everybody, wherever you're listening. Uh, it's I, I'm kind of blown away by all of that. And uh, if you are Chet listening in from elsewhere uh, outside of North America, I guess, let me know. Drop me a line. Let me know where you're listening from and how you're finding out about the show. I'm really curious to find out. So that's it, folks. Happy New Year. Enjoy the Year in Review show. Okay, so the first clip we have in our Year in Review show is from Episode 1, where I sat down with Patty Sorrenti from Patty's Barbecue and Brewery here in Calgary. And in this clip, he's talking about the style of the menu and the service style, how they try to keep it close to Texas-style barbecue, and also the value they bring to uh, their customers, and especially families. Other than that, you know, four main meats. We have wings on all the time. And we usually have about four or five sides going. And then we offer people the platters, you know, like a package deal. Um, But again, you know, like, just try to keep it really simple for people. Um, Not overcomplicating. Add on a zillion things to the menu. Um, Just get a little something for everybody. And, uh, and yeah, try to keep that real kind of traditional, you know, Texas barbecue feel, you know. Just a few meats, a few sides. That's, that's all you really need. Yeah. Is that how you would say you've kind of patterned after the Texas style? Definitely. Yeah. I, I really um, I really appreciate the way they do things down there. Yeah. I like the idea of not having servers. That's why we don't have servers. Everything's counter service. Yeah. Uh, myself, I hate being waited on. Yeah. And um, I hate having to pay that I have to have to be waited on. Right. You know? So having to pay, have servers around. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, when I go to a restaurant, I kind of just like to, I like to do things at my own pace. So, you know, again, I thought... I could see an idea of like, okay, well, I feel like people would really appreciate that here too, you know? Sometimes, yeah, you want to be waiting on, but sometimes you just want to go in, you grab some food, you grab a beer, you know, it comes to you in five minutes, and that's the one thing is when we're busy, the longest you have to wait is maybe 10 minutes for your food, and that's when we're slapped. Other than that, you're waiting five minutes for your food, so you can kind of decide if you just want to hang out and have a couple beers, wait to eat, or just dive right into food. Um, so the menu is also to make things easy, fast yeah. service, you know. So I got two or three cooks behind there. They can they can ring you in, get your food, run it out to you in five minutes. And you know what? You're not paying for servers to keep the pricing really reasonable. Yep. I always said I never wanted anyone to pay more than $20 to come in for a bite to eat and a beer. Yep. You know? And if you do it properly, you can almost sneak in some wings and two yep. beers. With tip, you know, you might get like 22 get up there a little bit. Yeah. bucks. Yep. But still really reasonable for a family. Absolutely, yeah. You know, while we have that $60 feast on, is a family can come in, four people, five people. Yeah. Well, shit, you're only at $12 a head. Yep. You know, and if you don't drink, you know, it's the cheapest meal you're going to have in Absolutely. Calgary. And you're full. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you might even have a few leftovers. No, we will. Yeah. Yep. So. In this next clip from episode five, Chef Aaron from Bell Southern Kitchen and Bar talks about one of their great vegan offerings and somebody named Carol. Was the cauliflower steak. So we cut a big center cut piece of cauliflower and then we came up with a house rub that we're making. So it's got a really strong barbecue flavor to it. Still completely vegan. And then um, and we air sealed them. We add a little bit of olive oil and some cold pressed canola because they need it needs fat, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, everything needs fat. 
that's where usually your flavor comes from, but yeah. you know, there's no fat and cauliflower. Yeah, exactly. So then we uh, put it into our circulator and we cook it for two hours um, and then we ice cool it. And then when we get an order for it, since it's already in that air sealed bag, right, we can actually keep it in the cooler for right. two, three weeks. Well, we've never had them in there any longer than that, but I imagine yep. the timeline could be 90 days. Sure. Um, we would never let them sit there that long. And we go through them too quickly. Yeah. You know, it's been a happy, happy surprise. That yeah, it's actually awesome. worked out. Yeah. But so then we just put it onto the charboiler, grill it, get some nice hatch marks on it, finish in our oven, and then we serve it with a uh, cashew vegan ramelade. Nice. So like a really pimpin' French-style yeah. tartar sauce where yeah. instead of making it mayonnaise-based, we do a um, cashew butter, you know, um, yeah. heat up cashews and then blend them, yeah. and that's the base for the, for the sauce. Nice. And, and like people love it. And now it just adds another dynamic to our program where we're not just about brisket and ribs and chicken. Right, yeah. we're we're so much more than that. Yeah, you need to have offerings for everybody, right? Yeah, we we want you know I don't want it to. I always worry that that we try to we compromise what we're really good at because we're trying to put a lot of effort into appealing to the minority when really the majority is what we're worried about. But I've, I've completely changed my opinion on it now. Having those things there for that minority just brings more people down. You know, hey, should we go to Bell tonight? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Carol's uh, vegan. Oh, don't worry. They got stuff for her too, right? Okay, bring her on down. Right? for Carol. Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> In this short clip from episode seven with Skinny Smokehouse, Todd and I share a laugh about a uh, new neighbor coming uh, next door to Skinny's in the industrial park they're in business park that we're in yeah, uh, it's growing it's, it's yeah. growing we're, yeah. we're right close to the canal to center yeah. um there's a huge cannabis facility going up okay. yeah. beside us it's yeah. 1.2 million square feet wow uh, it's going to employ 450 people oh and they'll be hungry right right <laughs> yeah absolutely and their customers yeah they'll so. have the munchies so right come so, on over in this next clip from our Barbecue on the Bow competition, episode 11, uh, Chris from Frozen Took Barbecue talks a little bit about the barbecue family. Tell me about your Barbecue on the Bow experience so far. Uh, so this is our second time coming to Barbecue on the Bow, mm-hmm. second year competing, um, and it's it's just such an awesome event. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of teams here, lots of vendors, and uh, the barbecue community is just like a big family. It is, absolutely. Uh, they put on such a great event here. We yep. come down. Uh, we're from we're from Edmonton, so mm-hmm. coming down to Calgary's, you know, maybe some of the shady areas, yeah, but yeah, we're coming yeah. down and having a little fun here in this yeah. backyard as well. Yeah. Uh, Barbecue and the Bow, they've been doing this for 26 years now. Long time. Uh, they're pros at it. Yes. Yeah, definitely pros at it. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a fun event. Awesome. It's a, it's a fun event. And how long have you been competing for? This is my second year. It's also fairly new uh, still, yeah. Fairly new. Yep. Uh, the barbecue bug bit us pretty hard. Yep. Uh, our very first competition, we took eighth place brisket. Oh, nice. And after that, we've been chasing brisket ever since, yep. but we've gotten other calls and other categories and yep. it's it's a blast awesome. um the, com- the competitive scene is so friendly there's lots of teams that are new yep. uh that come out and learn lots of things um and teams are welcome to share information openly with each other yeah that's uh, one that's a nice thing about it right like you say it's a family it is and it's a you know barbecue culture right yep. i mean where does barbecue all start everybody's backyards right yep. you're in the backyard you're cooking with your friends and your family we're doing the same thing here just on a different scale absolutely right yeah. on Next up from episode 14 in my conversation with Leslie Gardner from Big T's Barbecue and Smokehouse in Calgary, Leslie talks about being featured on the Canadian TV show You Gotta Eat Here, as well as some of their menu items and making everything from scratch, including the Elvis platter. 
you know, a number of years ago, we were featured on "You Got to Eat Here." Yes. So that uh, that really brought us into the into the spotlight mm -hmm. for 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 folks in uh, in Calgary yes. and in Alberta. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, we are we were featured with for Elvis Platter. Yeah. Our pickles, our pickles are hugely popular. Deep fried pickles, yeah. Deep fried pickles are <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We, everything uh, at Big T's is made from scratch. Yeah. The only thing that we don't make is like our French fries and okay. our sweet potato fries. Right. Everything's made from scratch. Our awesome. barbecue sauces are made from scratch. 99% of all of our uh, product is gluten-free. Nice. We, uh, you know, we also have gluten-free buns that are um, homemade from Care Bakery nice. in Calgary. Awesome. So we've been featured in the uh, Celiac magazine. Excellent. We know our staff is very well uh, versed and trained on how to deal dealing with the uh, gluten uh, right. product. Yeah. We've uh, you know taken uh, all of the gluten ingredients out mm -hmm. of our barbecue sauces and our rubs. So all of our meat yeah. uh, rubs sauces are all gluten free. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's becoming more and more important to it's cater very, to that. Uh, there's a you know. Uh, there's a lot of allergies out yeah. there, uh, dairy and gluten mm -hmm. and you know uh, other allergies out there. So we're, you know, we uh, certainly cater to all of those, mm -hmm. all of those things. Absolutely. We're also just want to mention that we're very family friendly. You know, we have, we have high chairs. You know, we have a large dining, li dining room in both uh, uh, areas. We've got our. Uh, our little treats for the children yep. when they leave, and our children's menu as well. Yeah, we've been up with my family up to the uh, McMahon location a few times. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's super. Uh, Good. So, you know, the, tell me about the Elvis platter. You, you mentioned that it was featured on You Got to Eat Here. What? Yeah, uh, the, what what's the, the Elvis? I've seen pictures of the Elvis. The platter. Elvis platter is probably the most photographed uh, platter mm -hmm. from any restaurant in Calgary. You'll yeah. see that all mm -hmm. over the yeah. all over the internet. Yeah. It's uh, that platter feeds eight to ten people um, people are always uh, you know it has a have all of our meats, all the meats are yeah. featured on that mm -hmm. um, you know beans our coleslaws yeah. gravy potatoes it's, uh, you know it's just uh, it's very popular yeah. uh, to have try a little bit of everything yeah nice for if you've got a group a uh, good sized group to be able to just sample right yeah awesome and people always go home with takeout boxes uh, yeah. with that platter mm -hmm. I haven't seen <laughs> I have not seen one no oh well completely uh, finished at the restaurant yet there you go folks the challenge the challenge has been <laughs> issued the challenge is issued <laughs> here I've got a couple of clips from episode 17 and Prairie Dog Brewing in Calgary uh, the first up is Jay Potter talking about their brisket and uh, how they cook and then next up is a clip about uh, him talking about their staff and how they uh, take care of their people there and the great staff they do have there at Prairie Dog. We do it a little bit differently here where we, we cook hot and fast and we cook hot and fast during the day. So instead of having an overnight cooker, what we do is uh, we start the fire at about 6 o'clock in the morning. Our, our prep cook comes in then, uh, trims the briskets the little bit that needs to be done, and uh, we put them on at about 6.30. At uh, the two-hour mark, we open up the cabinet, uh, we spray, we spritz, we moisturize. Yep. We make sure that there's there's water pans in the in the cooker as well to make sure that there's moisture in the cabinet. At the five hour mark, where the briskets are generally at about 165, 170 degrees, we wrap them in butcher paper. Yep. And then, uh, honestly, it's about 
eight, eight and a half, nine hours sometimes when at, uh, when they're done. Yep. And uh, we use a smaller carcass size, yep. so our briskets are coming in at anywhere from nine, ten, sometimes eleven pounds if they're a little bit bigger. Yep. But uh, we don't use the big, huge packer. Yeah, the, the 16, 17, 18 that, pounders, yeah. That you get out of Cargill, that yeah. you get out of the feedlots. Yep. And when they come, they're just, there's so much fat on them, and yep. then you have to trim it so much. And uh, the Harmony briskets that we use are, there's very little trimming, and it works very well for our process where we're cooking hot and fast during the day instead of low and slow overnight. So. Uh, Harmony said that's a local supplier. Yeah, it's an American company, local supplier. They're, yeah. uh, it's Alberta beef, of course. If yeah. you try to sell anything other than Alberta beef in Alberta, you're going you to get, get run out of the province real quick. Yep. So they're just uh, northeast of Calgary, grain-fed, grass-finished. Uh, grass um, it's just a really, really nice product. Yep. It's, it's, you know, they age it properly. They, uh, they, they take really good care of their cattle, and the, the meat's always, always very good. I tell you what, come down because our staff are just amazing. Yeah. We have really, really great people here. It was uh, the first, <clears throat> pardon me again, the first 35 people that we hired. My HR manager and myself sat down with these people over two weeks. We did 50, 60 interviews. And, um, we hired based on personality and attitude, not necessarily experience, abilities. We wanted good people. We had to look at ourselves and we had to look at them and say, can I get along with this person? Um, is this person going to be trouble or is this person going to be... Is this a good person? And it's hard to get at that with, with interviews and without directly asking that, but... Well, knows the other stuff you can teach, right? The other you can you can teach, teach skills. Teach you somebody bet. how to weight tables or whatever, but, uh, but you people can't. that have those uh, character traits, you, you can't bet. teach that. You, you can't. I, uh, I you, you can't but, teach being a good person absolutely. and doing the right thing. Yep. And that's one thing that we always try to tell ourselves and remind ourselves and remind our staff is that whenever you're at an impasse trying to make a decision, whether it's talking to a guest or doing something, it's do the right thing. Yep. Always have that at the forefront of your mind. Do the right thing and always be humble. So always say thank you. Always, always, just just be a good person. Don't be a jerk. (laughs) That's it. Good rule to live by, right? Yeah, you bet. Uh, One thing we didn't mention, I see, you know, Young ones running around, family friendly, kid family friendly. Family friendly, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, kids are allowed up until ten o'clock. We close ten o'clock uh, generally most of the days. Friday, yeah. Saturdays, we're open until midnight. But okay. um, in, in order to alleviate a lot of the stress on uh, our kitchen staff being able to get home with transit on time, um, we need to close the kitchen at ten o'clock. Sure. So. Yeah. But who's who's bringing out a five-year-old after ten That's o'clock at night? Shouldn't be right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anything else before we wrap up, Jay? You want to throw up there? I don't think so. I no, think it's been a pretty good it all, conversation. I yeah. yeah, I really appreciate that. Well, this hey, Jay, really, thank really you. Cool. The great food. you got a great place here. Uh, folks, get on down here to Prairie Dog. Uh, yeah. Check it out. And, come uh, back anytime. Oh, we will for sure. Mention yeah. this podcast and I'll come out and I'll give you a high five. All high right. fives are important here. Right. Oh, you know what? One thing I should mention, we're service included. So we pay everybody a living wage. Everybody is paid well above minimum wage. Um, service included means uh, there's no tip required. So we've turned that option off of our payment processors. 
Uh, the menu price that you see is the price that you pay. There's no need to add 15 or 20% or whatever it is on top of that. Nice. Our people are taken care of. Yeah. And uh, it's not your responsibility to take care of them with a tip. So that's, uh, I'm sure people appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Yep, you know. Absolutely. Good people, good yep. times. Yep. These two clips coming up are from what was probably my favorite episode to record. And that was episode eight, episode 18 where we sat down with Brody Lawson and Kyle Scott from the CFL to talk a little football and a little barbecue. The first clip is uh, Brody talking about some social media tips and then followed up uh, them talking about being in Houston and visiting uh, Killen's Barbecue with uh, Sir Vincent Rogers from the CFL when they were down there filming uh, the Grind series. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm just a middle-aged guy doing this barbecue thing on the side. I mean, that a sounds like a barbecue thing. Well, that, but well, yeah, I was going to say, well, it's all pretty sweet gigs. That's a pretty yeah, sweet gig, pretty too. Gig. Oh, this, yeah, this is, this is the non-paying job. So. <laughs> a bit of a passion. The passion, absolutely. But the, the whole social media yeah. thing for somebody like me who's kind of figuring it out as I go. Yes. Tips, uh, suggestions from somebody who's... <laughs> Kyle is doing this a direct the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's I stay behind the yeah, behind yeah. the camera. Look, I uh, okay. I, I approach my platforms in very different ways. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, I, I'm very conservative. If you follow me on Twitter, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the person to say I think this person's starting or I have this hot take because to be honest, I can't take I can't take the anything to backlash. Backlash. I can't do it. I just I can't. I I keep it really safe. I I just I. And working for the league, I never know where that line is, and so for me, it's like it's just easier. So that's not a tip. That's how I approach it. So let me give you something useful. Yep. What would be useful for me is just authenticity. It's such a cliche, but if it's on Instagram or on Twitter, um, you have to get over that. This needs to be perfect. I just think people want you to show up get and they want to see who you are. And I hope that I hope that people. I just always wanted to feel like, and maybe you're proof of this. I just want people to feel like I can I'd like to go have a beer with that girl or I'd yeah. like to go grab a burger with her. I want to go chat sports like she's just like I want that vibe because that's I think hopefully who I am. Yeah. So that's always what I want. So for you, yeah. be yourself. Yeah. Figure out what you are and I don't think you have to curve it but on especially on Instagram Instagram stories to yeah. me is like the best especially with what you do. Yeah, I got Using tools, you gotta be geotain. It's all about engagement. And so I mean we can get into a million Instagram tips which we don't need to but I'll give you one is uh, it's just engagement in order to kind of climb up the algorithm you have to have people liking and commenting on your feed so what I've heard from experts in this field is your your photos especially should always be actionable so if you're at Patty's tonight and you're like you've got a picture of like the brisket and the turkey you should be like drop a turkey for the if you okay. think the turkey looks better you, if you like yeah. the brisket give me a like Right. High five emoji. Right, right. So okay. people need to be engaging with your content. Yeah. That's like the key. But just be, like, just be who you are. I really yeah. didn't answer that very well. No, it's actually I got to ask. Um, so in the grind, we. I'm trying to think. So you, you're gonna have to keep thinking. But the okay. Big well, thing, yeah, so basically, like our first stop was Houston, Texas. Yes. Oh, perfect. So yeah. that was a layup. I know Houston. Katie, yeah. Texas. Katie. This right. high school where Bo Levi Mitchell. You know. Yeah. <laughs> High school, we're there had a smoker, so we're all taking pictures of this huge smoker. Like yeah. we're in barbecue country, oh, so yeah. Yeah. 
I can't even remember who found the place we went to. Oh, Sir Vincent Rogers. Sir Vincent Rogers. This is a great story. Well, yeah. If an old lineman tells you this yeah. is a good barbecue yeah. spot, yeah. you listen. He, he probably knows. Yeah. Yeah. We drove 45 minutes yeah. outside of where we were going to yeah. meet up with Sir Vincent and his four kids. Five yes. kids, four kids. Yeah. Adorable family. His wife is lovely. It's like a busy school night, and yeah. they meet us for barbecue. Yeah. And we sit down at Killens. Killens. And we have a, an amazing so dinner. Yeah. So good. And he is just like the loveliest, and their yeah. whole family was so much fun. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That was my first foray into Texas barbecue. Yes. And I'm learning how Gil- different. Killens is a good start. There's like <laughs> Carolina barbecue oh, yeah? and. Yeah. Texas barbecue, Kansas City barbecue, yeah. like that's a, oh, yeah. it's all different. So, but the um, I got the brisket there for sure because I knew Texas, you got to do brisket. It did not disappoint, but their ribs were dynamite. Yeah, yeah I've been uh, been to Killen's once, and it's uh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Did we? Now I'm trying to think before we stall too much. Did we go to any other barbecue places? We didn't go in Georgia. We didn't go in Alabama. We didn't. We went for crawfish with Deontay Spencer. Nice. If, you, if you saw that, that was amazing. I don't know that we did. We must have. I know, but I can't. But you know what the it. problem is? Killen set the bar yeah. way <laughs> too high. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like we probably did, but it wasn't quite the same. Yeah. The last clip in our year in review show is from our recent episode uh, number twenty-two where I sat down with Terry Sept from Smokehouse Barbecue up in Edmonton. And in this clip, Terry is talking about working with other local businesses and particularly a couple of distilleries and some uh, great new sauces he's coming out and just the importance of uh, keeping things local. Going on, yeah. uh, we've been approached on a, on a couple of other projects. Yeah. Uh, this concept in another location okay. uh, we've also been approached on an, another concept barbecue but a little different for another location and we are just getting ready to launch uh, a new line of barbecue sauces oh, nice uh, we do a bunch of work with uh, local distillers okay Hanson's distillery uh, rig hand distillery out of Nisku. okay so these guys whenever they make their flavored vodkas or bourbons nice we get their leftover product and we use that in our sauces. Okay, yeah. So we've got, uh, we did a promotion with K97 Enhances Distillery. They did a Howl at the Moonshine uh, apple pie moonshine. Okay, yeah. So we got the apples from them and we made an apple butter barbecue sauce. Nice. It's absolutely killer. Yeah. And then uh, from Righam, we got raspberries from the raspberry vodka. Made a raspberry chipotle barbecue sauce. Yep. Uh, those are not the ones on the table. Yep. These are, are versions of them. Yep. But yep. Uh, we'll give these a try in a little while, and you just see yeah. the difference. Yeah, some different that, flavor. That moonshine uh, and that makes in it. Like we cook yeah. the alcohol off of course, and yeah. then use the product in there. But yeah. we've got uh, raspberry chipotle. We've got some smoked peaches that they're doing a smoked peach uh, whiskey with. Nice. And we'll be getting those peaches back. I smoked them. And they're using them, and then I'll get them back when nice. they're done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're just soaking the, the, yeah, the whiskey they, in it, and then yeah, uh, they use it to flavor the the, the, yeah. the vodkas or the whiskey, sure. and, and then and they get that smokiness in the whiskey. As oh well. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, another local supplier, a good friend of mine, has an organic uh, bee farm. Nice. So we get uh, unprocessed honey from them, and we've made a uh, Carolina uh, honey mustard barbecue sauce with that, which yeah. is phenomenal. So. 
Uh, we just finished uh, proofing all the labels and all that. This yep. stuff's going to be ready in the next week or so. So selling yeah. some retail locations yeah. or just in-store here? Well, we're starting in-store. We'll yep. be selling them at the distilleries right? because we got the sure. product from yep. those guys. Nice so, uh, yeah, that's worked out well. So, yeah, we kind of like to hook up with locals and, yeah. and do some different things. Yeah, help help and, everybody out, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, what do they know. say? A rising tide? That floats floats all the boats. Yeah, right. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we've got, we got some pretty exciting things coming on. And yeah. we're already uh, we're already kind of filled out for next summer, which I don't have to worry about booking trucks nice. and, and those kind of things. Oh, all uh, our festivals and events are taken care of. Great uh, great spot to be in already. So, yeah, so I am just uh, just need a couple more bodies here to take some of the load off of uh, yeah. some of our other people. We'll be, we'll be good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Great to see you partnering with other local businesses to yeah. to, to help everybody grow. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, great well, we see. also took on, uh, with our brisket, we used to, we use uh, triple Angus in the uh, in the restaurant up until now. And we just signed on with a supplier out of southern Alberta. Okay. That we will only be serving uh, Alberta product in the restaurant. Awesome. I was going to ask about your nice meat sourcing, so that's yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah, so... Uh, we haven't found a, a, a pork supplier that can do enough volume right. yet, but yep. we found the beef supplier, and that's Excellent. nice. Yep. So we're going to be using uh, their product in our restaurant. That's all Alberta stuff. So. Excellent. That is a wrap on the Year in Review show, everybody. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you to all the show guests uh, in 2018 and to everyone who has taken the time to listen and download the show. I really, really do appreciate it. It has been an exciting year for me here at Eat More Barbecue. We had the Alberta Barbecue Trail start up this podcast, and uh, really the big thing is all the wonderful and interesting people I've had the chance to meet over the past year, and I look forward to bigger and better things in the new year. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate and review, share the show with your friends, message me with your comments. You can find me on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore more underscore barbecue or email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Like I said earlier in the open, check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail, www.albertabbqtrail.ca. Details coming soon on the 2019 program and participants and watch for the return of the Passport program coming this summer. Next week's show, Jenny Birthright from Jane Bond Barbecue in Calgary. As always, a big, big thank you to Alan Horbin for the music, and from my family to you and yours, Happy New Year, and until next time, keep on smoking. This has been a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.